Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. Today, we are going to talk all things goal-related, and I'm going to share something personal that I'm super proud of that I hope will help you while you're reaching your goals and while you're in the pursuit of following the things that light you up. So seven years ago, I hit my rock bottom. And if you've been following my story, you know it was a very challenging time. I was diagnosed with major burnout, which came with situational anxiety, situational depression, situational PTSD, and it was quite a journey. And I went from being this vibrant, energetic, uh, super outgoing woman to somebody who I really didn't recognize. And if you know what happened during that time, you know there was a lot of trauma, there was a lot of struggle, there was a lot of challenges, and I didn't handle it the best way. Luckily now I have better tools in my toolkit, but back then I numbed myself with bad food, I worked ridiculous amount of hours, my schedule was out of whack, I gave up my sports, I pushed away friends, I did all of the things that are textbook what you should not do. But this is my old story, but while it is my old story, it is still such a big part of who I am today. I had to rebuild, I had to reinvent myself, I had to learn new coping strategies, I had to let go of versions of myself that were just not serving me anymore. My health was ripped from me. And if anybody listening has ever experienced burnout or is going through burnout, Well, you know how freaking hard it is and how much harder it is to even come back from that. So seven years later, yesterday, I had the best appointment I've ever had since the last seven years of this whole entire journey. I mean, I still have a way to go, but it was the most positive, empowering appointment that left me feeling so proud of myself. Up until then, there were really not many, I guess, tangible milestones that I could see. Yes, there were days that I felt good, but I also had a lot of bad days. My blood tests always came back with alarming things. My cortisol rates were through the roof, and it was just really disheartening. I mean, every day I was showing up, I was trusting blindly. Uh, Every day I got up and I did my non-negotiables, which are really just the things that I knew I had to get done that I knew would help me uh, get to where I want to go. I mean, I knew they helped me. They helped with my mindset. They helped with my attitude. I definitely felt better when I did these non-negotiables. But realistically, when you're doing those things and you keep having doctor's appointments that are not promising, it's really hard to kind of maintain those things. Things. But guys, I did it. 
I really did it. I finally have my cortisol levels under control. I'm feeling pretty good. I got to say, should knock on something. There's still a ways to go. I mean, I still have some really bad days too, but I'm taking this as a really huge win. I'm choosing to focus on this positive doctor's appointment that I've been focusing on and waiting for seven freaking years. I've really let go of that perfection piece years ago, and my new motto is progress over, over perfection. So I'm going to take this as a huge win. So while I was reflecting yesterday, it really got me thinking how many other people are working on a goal and maybe can't see the results or the wins and maybe are about to give up. Maybe that's you. Maybe that's somebody you know. But man, I cannot tell you how many days I have cried and how many days I have wanted to give up in this journey. And this is where most people quit. They think that what they're doing isn't working. It's not worth it. They throw in the towel and it's usually right before a breakthrough. It's usually right before something positive is going to happen. So for me, I pushed for seven years. I listened to the people who knew better than me around health. And I just really focused on being healthy and getting my health back. If you follow me or you work with me, you know how important health is in everything that I do. My health is the most important tool in my toolkit. And my other goals always follow suit of those. But this is always the most important to me because I know what it's like when you lose it. But trust me, guys, when I say there were many days of not wanting to do what I needed to do, man, it was a struggle. I often doubted that what I was doing was working. The ego came in and really liked to play havoc with me. And sometimes when I wanted to do the things that I needed to do, it was hard. And even moving my body as an athlete, this was always a strength of mine. What I was known for was I was a captain of my basketball team. I was a quarterback of my football team. Like I lived, breathed, sports, health. I had my master's in physical education. Like health is my jam. And when I could no longer do that, it was another huge piece that I thought was taken away from me, right? And living with chronic pain is just so hard. And I'm not talking about aches and pains of sports. I'm talking about full body chronic pain. And that is just so hard to navigate. So every day I wanted to quit. There were times where I would cry as I was putting on my workout gear and going downstairs. And maybe that day meant that it was a stretching session. But I made a promise to myself that I would move my body 30 minutes every day. Depending on my pain levels, it would change. And there were other non-negotiables that I had too. But man, every day was a challenge. And some days are still a challenge because some days I still have that chronic pain. And getting my body to move, you know, it's really hard to navigate. But every damn day I showed up and I believed in myself and I believed that I could get better. And I think that's a missing point where a lot of people struggle with is they don't believe that they can actually achieve a goal that they're working on. And this isn't just relatable to health, but any goal that you are currently working on. So take my business, for example. How many times have I wanted to throw the towel in on that one? You know, when I was working full time, I worked in pockets of my time that I had. And I did with, I worked with what I had. And I used to ask myself, my God, is this worth it? Like, why am I doing this? And I would always come back to the why and that belief that I could make it happen. 
But I promise you this, if you really stop and you believe in what you in what you can achieve and then you attach a really good plan to it and you trust that it can happen, it can really open up some doors for you that maybe you thought you really couldn't open on your own. But the whole key behind this is to find your own recipe for success and to figure out what that looks like for you. You know, maybe that is a health goal or a business goal or a financial goal, or maybe it's confidence. But I want you to think of a goal that you're working on right now and ask yourself, what is stopping you on a day-to-day basis from achieving it? What's holding you back? What stories are you telling yourself about why you can't reach it? Maybe it's a goal that you keep setting for yourself and you keep telling yourself there's no way you can do it, right? And if you don't have a goal, that's cool too. We can do that and work on that one together. And so if you're thinking, you know what, Gina, I've set all these goals in the past. They were really not mine. I don't know what I want to achieve. Just sit with yourself for a little while, turn off all distractions, maybe even whip out a journal and ask yourself, what do you want to achieve? Not what others are telling you, but you. Maybe, you know what, you could still have a health goal, but maybe it's not working out seven days a week in a gym, you know, or maybe it's not playing on a sports team. Maybe your goal is to move your body in a way that feels fun. I'm all about bringing that fun back into your life. Maybe your goal is not to have that seven figure business, but maybe, you know what, maybe a five figure business is enough for you. Just stop and really analyze what pressures and expectations you've been putting on yourself and ask yourself, are they really yours, right? Look inward, not outward, and don't let society or other people that you're following pressure you into having a goal that you really don't want to achieve because getting behind a goal that you don't really want is really, really hard and almost impossible for that belief piece to happen. But I'm telling you right now, if you put that belief behind it and it's a goal that you want and it's something that's coming from your heart, you can and you will achieve it. I mean, I look back at how many times people have told me that I would not be successful at my coaching and that I would never be able to make a business out of what I wanted to do. And the number was just too many to count. I had so many people betting against me, but that belief in myself was bigger than the disbelief that others had in me. So one of the questions, if you're still kind of wondering, I still don't know what goals I'm working on, Gina, or maybe now you're reevaluating the ones that you've already set, and that's cool too. Reevaluation is a huge part in the process of goal achievement. But maybe you're like, okay, I don't really know if these goals are mine, or I don't know what a goal is that I want to do. Either is cool. So what I want you to do, and I've kind of talked about this a little bit in the last couple of podcasts, I made reference to it, but I no longer look at, I want to be the best version of myself. I want to be my favorite version of myself. So maybe ask yourself the question, what would your favorite version of yourself look like? And see what comes up with that. Maybe it's to be healthy and to be happy, to be spending more time with your family. Maybe it's to go all in on your business and to focus on your mindset and your your blocks that you have that are holding you back. But really take a look at how would your favorite you show up? What would you be doing? What would you be thinking? What would you be watching? What would you be reading? And really take a look at that and then formulate your goals around that. What would that version of you do? What actions would she take? And then once you get clear on those, you should be able to 
really narrow down one goal. Just focus on one. Don't worry about many. If you have a problem following through on a goal, it could be because you have too many goals and you have goal fatigue. So just focus on one and then go from there. And I've been hearing a lot of people um, come up with the resistance around goal setting. If I'm just happy the way I am. And that's cool too. If you're happy right where you are, that's awesome. But please don't let that be your reason to hold you back because sometimes people say that because it's easier to say that. I know some people are going to cringe when I say this, but it's easier to say I'm happy where I am and not deal with the underlying reason of you're not taking action because maybe you're afraid you might fail. That may or may not be true to you. But either which way, I want you to know that you can both be happy with yourself and work on yourself at the same time. It doesn't have to be an either or, right? But most of us are looking for growth, not because you're empty or you're broken, but because growth is part of being human. And most people are doing the same things over and over each day. And in that mundane repetition, that is where the stuckness comes from, right? Because as human beings, we need variety. And if you're doing the same things over and over, one of your top basic human needs is probably not being met. So you probably might be thinking, what is a top basic human need? So um, for those of you who don't know, I've done my training with Tony Robbins. And one of the things that we focus on is why people act the way they do. And I tie this in with all my business coaching training as well, because it's so important. But what the whole premises of that is that we have six basic human needs that we have to meet regardless. Now, these are above like food, shelter, um, and those that we need to stay alive, of course. But these are your other six basic human needs. And they're love and connection. That's one. Certainty is another. Uncertainty is another. Variety, and then growth, and then contribution. So those are the six that we need. And when you look at those, regardless of if you're aware of not, you are making those six basic human needs happen. But the difference between people who are maybe going for their goals and people that you might look at as being successful is that they are using these six basic human needs to their advantage. And we achieve goals based on two different modalities and it's through pain or pleasure. So You are either reaching these six basic human needs in a painful way or in a pleasurable way. And sometimes we're not aware of how we're reaching our goals, but becoming clear on how we're doing that can really set us up for success in just a tiny little switch. So what that means really in a nutshell is that, for example, when I first started this journey, loving connection was my top basic human need. And I could reach that through two different modalities. One, I could reach it through giving back and helping um, and for having really good, meaningful relationships with my family and my friends. And there was this reciprocation of love and connection between myself and the people I love. That would be a way that's that's through pleasure. That's a good thing for us. However, in my case, I was getting my love and connection through over-delivering, through saying yes to everybody, to putting myself last, to... Of above all, I would say yes, even if I was suffering. So you can reach all of these needs in two different ways. 
Um, sometimes people get love and connection through substance abuse, right? And sometimes same thing with surgery. So I could go down through each and every one, which I won't because it'll be another full podcast, but we have to have these six basic human needs fulfilled and we do it through pain or through pleasure. But in the, in the pursuit of being a human, <laughs> we get caught up in, we don't know how to reach these basic human needs. We don't follow through on what we want to do and we keep falling back into set patterns, right? Like, have you ever been in a situation where you started doing something, you've had immediate results, you've been feeling good, and then you have one little bump in the road and your ego and your brain tells you, "Uh uh-uh, go back to what you were doing before. And even though you've had all these benefits and you've been feeling good, you stop doing the things that make you feel good and go back to what was comfortable. Hands up if you've been there. I guarantee you, you have. It's like the classic example of taking your antibiotics. Who here has started taking their antibiotics, have felt better, and have been like, oh, I don't need them anymore, and you don't take the last week. What happens, ladies? What happens? The symptoms come back, and you have to go through another full dose of antibiotics. The things that you are doing are helping you, and we often forget that, right? So we find reasons to go back to the comfortable, and we, because that's what our brains are designed to do, right? Our brains are designed to keep us comfortable, and when we are changing things up, like when we're trying to change our the way that we reach our basic human needs, or when we're trying to change um, some of our habits with goals, our brain's like, no, 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 come back. Come back, come back, come back. I want you over here. It's safer over here. So If your brain is doing that, which it is, we're going to switch up how we handle that. Most people will take this as failure. They'll go, I'm a terrible goal setter. What's the word? I am a terrible goal setter. Um, I can't do this. Why did I even try? And this narrative comes in in terms of failure. And then you stop setting goals, you go back, maybe emotionally eat, you go back and you find a way to meet those basic human needs in a way that doesn't serve you. But how about this? How about when those thoughts start to come in, you say thank you to your brain. It's doing what it's meant to do and give it some love, right? Say thank you brain, I see you, I'm safe, but I want to continue to do this. And then what we're going to do is one of the most effective tools that I can give you when you're trying to change your mindset and thought patterns to help you reach your goals. It's something called evidence stacking. So that example that I just gave you is when your brain told you that to go back into your comfort zone, that that's where you're safe. Do you notice what automatically happened? I started giving you all the reasons of why I should go back to that comfort zone, right? I'm not good enough. I'm not a goal setter. I can't do these things, blah, 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 blah. That is called evidence stacking. And as quick as we can evidence stack on one side, we can then evidence stack on the other side. So every single time when I started to be in that chronic pain and everything in my arsenal was, Gina, you can't do this. You're in chronic pain. You're never going to get back to where you were. This is just your life now. I was stacking evidence into why I couldn't do it. And every time I felt that, I'm not even kidding, guys, I would legit take out my journal and I would say, I don't want to believe this. This is not my truth. What am I going to think and believe instead? I would take out my journal and I would evidence stack the reasons why I was going to go do this thing and why this is going to be my new belief. So for example, 
The opposite of that is I am going to go work out. I'm going to move my body. It's going to make me feel better. These things are going to help me in the long run, even if I can't see them. And I began stacking the evidence of what I wanted to believe instead. And as you can imagine, which one feels more powerful? Which story and which belief is going to help you continue to follow through on your goals? So the next time that you're goal setting and you have something come up and it's a thought to make you go back in that comfort zone, just simply say, thank you, brain, you're doing your job, but I'm going to do something different. Evidence stack, it doesn't have to be on paper. Paper is a lot more powerful, but you can still do this mentally. So even, for example, if health is your goal and working it and moving your body, as you're tying up your shoes, you are stacking the belief of why you want to do this, why this is important to you, why this is going to work out, and stack the belief in yourself rather than the disbelief. Let your reasons to succeed be greater than your excuses or your reasons not to succeed. This is not a character default. This is just your brain doing its job. So please, please, please stop beating yourself up over something that your body is designed to do. Everybody would be successful if they practice these tools. It's just a brain hack to help you bypass and to help you rewire your beliefs about yourself. Yes, it takes work. I get it. I understand it. But... In my opinion, the regret of not putting this work in is way bigger than, you know, getting up and doing the thing and putting the work on, the putting the work in and choosing to believe something different. So I just wanted to really hammer that in and give you that tool to have in your toolkit because it is so beneficial. And there's one more thing that I want to talk about before I clue up here and One of the things that I want to make sure that you have on the forefront as you're moving forward is that you don't have to kill yourself to make your goals happen, okay? I really want to hit home after all of this is that yes, while your goals take commitment and consistency, it doesn't have to be a kill yourself goal in order to achieve your goals. Been there, done that, and it's taken me seven years to undo that damage. I'm not here to play that game anymore because we have to break the idea that having to work your ass off and not take care of you, it's not the way, right? In so many ways, this goal of losing my health and having to get it back was such a huge lesson for me. And I hope that that's a goal that I can save you um, from working on. Your health is so important. Your goals are so important. And even if it's hard, trust in the process, trust in the magic of consistency and know that you can achieve the thing that you desire, but it doesn't have to be the cost of your health. So whatever goal you're working on, just remember that while yes, there's going to be seasons where it's hard, it isn't a burnout that you're after. Anyway, guys, I hope that was beneficial. I hope that today is a day that you go for your goals, that you decide to create some new beliefs for yourself and to really go for the thing, even if right now you can't see the evidence that supports it. I promise you it's there. It's going to show up. Just keep doing the damn thing. Thanks for listening, friends, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is Gina Keeping, and remember to keep it real and keep it fun. Do you struggle with limiting thoughts yourself? Maybe you are experiencing the imposter syndrome where you don't believe in yourself and your business and your negative reel is really holding you back. 
If so, I have a free resource for you. Head to the show notes and click on the link to get it. I promise you it will help you and therefore will help your business as well. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for being here. And if you haven't left a five-star review, please do so. I would really, really appreciate it. And if you or someone you know would love to be a guest on the Keeping Real podcast, check out the show notes as well and let's get you on the show. Hope you have the best day and thanks for keeping it real. 